0: quarantine happy hour yeah oh it's legal honk glenn kushner hello <laughs> hello,
1: hello legal. Steph, how are you <laughs> look at you i gotta wear my glasses so i can see you otherwise you're just a blur <laughs> yeah that's that's better
0: that's better at my age that's better um i first of all this is so fun to get you uh you know what well, i was gonna say let your hair down but you know what i mean it's <laughs> I, know what you
1: mean. I put on my best sweatshirt for you too i hope that's okay
0: nice <laughs> love it i i what well, let me just say As you know, I'm gay, and you are happily married with uh, lovely daughters. But you know there's something about you, Glenn Kirshner. You know there's something about you that makes the girls crazy, right?
1: I I mean, you're aware of this. No, I feel you, Seth.
0: I don't know what it is. It could be a daddy complex, but uh, first of all, (laughs) let's talk about who Glenn Kirshner is, ladies. He was a football star. Mm -hmm. Uh, He played for Washington Elite uh, Football Team Offensive Lineman. Hello. All four years. Uh, First Team Kodak Kodak, All-American. Uh, inducted into Washington Lee University's Athletic Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Washington and Lee. Wait, it gets hotter. Then he went to law school. Then he uh, entered uh, uh, active duty with the judge advocate General Corps, just like my daddy did, um, in the United States Army, entered active duty as an Army JAG. Super hot. <laughs> a few good men. Uh-huh. A few good men hot. Um, and you served as an Army prosecutor. And, you know, we've talked about this. My dad was a Nuremberg prosecutor in uh, World War II. And it... I, This is why I love talking to you, just your passion for the law and and just the, the. I don't even know what to call it anymore. The travesty that has happened to our justice system in America. Let's start with that.
1: Well, Steph, in a sense, I hope I can follow in your dad's footsteps, because if we do not have something that I call a Trump crimes commission come January 2021 to start to investigate and if the evidence supports it, prosecute every last one of these corrupt government officials, yeah. elected, appointed or otherwise. I mean, this is a uniquely American atrocity, frankly, as was Nazi Germany, and that's yeah. what gave birth to the Nuremberg trials. This is an, a uniquely American atrocity, and we need a uniquely American approach to holding these wrongdoers accountable. Yeah,
0: that's that's the erogenous note I'm talking about. It's just when you, oh, just when stop you say...
1: When he oh says God. Trump Crimes
0: Commission, that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. a sweet spot. Uh, well, Glenn tweeted, and I'm telling you, this is why he, he's resonating with so many people across America. You said, Trump's mixture of incompetence and exploitation for political purposes of our national health emergency is costing lives. The most pressing question at this moment is, at what point do our elected politicians stop letting Trump kill Americans? Because I keep saying to you, I'm not the legal uh, expert that you are, Glenn, but I, you look at this stuff. You're like, to what degree is this that or this criminally negligent yeah. homicide? What what he yeah. is doing?
1: You know, it, it, it's pretty basic. There are three elements, three things that you have to prove to hold somebody accountable for the lowest level of homicide. Different jurisdictions call it different things. Some call it involuntary manslaughter. Some call it negligent homicide but the principles are the same regardless of the label and they are one that you have a duty and you grossly in a grossly negligent way you fail to perform that duty he had had, had
0: a duty to warn the american people didn't he
1: he had a duty to warn he has a duty to protect he has a duty to actually put in place measures that will save lives not cost lives so gross negligence is number one Number two is that your gross negligence, your either act or your failure to act was reasonably likely to create either serious bodily injury or death to another. We have that all day long. His grossly negligent failure to act has resulted in serious bodily injury and death to others. And then the third element, which sounds like it's the trickiest, but it's really not. The third element is that your gross negligence actually caused the death. Now, people are going to say, wait a minute, the virus caused the death, but that's where it's important to know what causation really means in the criminal law. Causing the death of another doesn't just mean I fired the gun that sent the bullet through the victim or I stabbed or I strangled with a ligature the victim. Causation in the criminal law is defined as conduct that is a substantial factor in bringing about the death. Trump's gross negligence is absolutely a substantial factor in bringing about the death. Therefore, under the law, he is considered to have caused the death. You got all three elements, you got criminal liability, and that's where we need to go in January.
0: And, but so Glenn, do you think, will that be prosecuted? I mean, what Adam Schiff just talked about on our show is more like a 911 commission right more i mean there's no way this isn't going to get reviewed in some way right i mean we're having as i keep saying a 911 a day i mean who knows what the death toll is going to be at the end of this completely preventable health crisis right yeah, i mean it, this is not it, this is not prosecuted? pearl harbor
1: yeah will it be prosecuted i think we can and should take joe biden at his word because what he has said is that I will empower my attorney general to investigate and, where appropriate, where appropriate, prosecute cases. So it's going to be up to the attorney general, who I have every confidence will be a law-abiding and law-enforcing attorney general, unlike Bill Barr, and it should be prosecuted as long as the evidence supports bringing charges. So, and now, I think the country, the do country you feel needs like, it to be do prosecuted.
0: You, yeah. Do you feel like Vice President Kamala Harris will order uh, Attorney General Glenn Kushner to begin that?
1: Or- well, first of all, I've made no secret about the fact that I'm looking forward to returning to government in January in whatever capacity. I just want to be part yeah. of the effort to make this right, because so much has been done wrong to the American people. So whatever role I play, I assume it will be a relatively low level. I'm not a good bureaucrat. I'm not a political guy. But if I am ever called to serve, you bet I'm going to serve. But I will just come back as a line prosecutor, indicting and trying government officials for the crimes they committed.
0: You know, and people know your background, Glenn. That this is why you know what you're talking about. You, you uh, I'm just, uh, obviously I talked about JAG, but you were a United States attorney for District of Columbia, a federal prosecutor, assistant U.S. attorney. Uh, you, uh, how many is it? How many? 50 murder trials. Um, You joined the homicide section led by Bob Mueller. We talked about that, Um, but you prosecuted 50 murder trials. And so that's what I keep saying is this is, I don't even know, like, again, where you start. How about not just the the unnecessary deaths, but that they're seizing states' equipment, that they're, the federal government is stealing states. I don't know how many deaths that's causing, but that's illegal, right? It's only because we don't have an attorney general that that's, yeah, it's, nobody's it's, even talking about that.
1: Yeah, the investigation that's going to have to take place in beginning in January is going to be massive, but we need to do it. We need to do it methodically. And I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what kind of resources will need to be devoted to it. It, it needs to be done because they continue to crime every day now that the, gut, that the people are completely consumed by what's going on with the coronavirus. So we're going to have to get after them in January. Well,
0: yeah. You, um, you tweeted, reporters question uh, to Trump. So uh, you didn't make any mistakes along the way. You think everything you did was right? Uh, Trump's answer. Well, look, the governor should have had ventilators. They chose not to have them. We were able to get them ventilators. Okay, so everything in that sentence is a lie. Yeah. He has not gotten them ventilators. And secondly, they didn't have the intelligence. He had the intelligence that told him, starting in November and December, what was happening. And it, it yeah. d- did nothing. Um, But then you talked about uh, Senator Chris Murphy just said Trump playing a campaign video in the White House briefing room was against the law. And you just said, I'm sure A.G. Barr is opening up an invest. Oh, never mind. I mean, all of the things that are, as you say, ongoing criming are just lost in the pandemic. Right.
1: And we've all but forgotten about Bob Mueller's uh, volume two of his report where he laid out the evidence supporting 10 felony obstruction of justice crimes by Donald Trump. There is your first indictment right there, and we can just build on that.
0: Yeah. What? Let's talk about because people forget that you worked. You know Bob Mueller. You worked with Bob Mueller. So because that seems so long ago, doesn't it? But the first thing with Bill Barr. I mean, that's all going to come out eventually, too, isn't it? What happened with Mueller and how Bill Barr completely misrepresented what is actually in the? the, Because when you think about it, these are all sort of all the same story: Russia, Ukraine, what he's doing now. This is all about, you know, him trying to benefit himself. And 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 yeah. yeah.
1: And Bill Barr stepped to the camera as soon as he had an opportunity, once he got his hands on the Mueller report, and he lied about it. He said, no obstruction, no collusion. Frankly, there was collusion, whether you call it a conspiracy or not. But even more importantly, there were 10 obstruction of justice offenses. And most recently, federal district court judge Reggie Walton finally got his hands on the unredacted Mueller report. Now, Bill Barr, in that FOIA Freedom of Information Act litigation, said, no, Judge Walton, just take my word for it. All those redactions were appropriate and necessary. Judge Walton issued a written opinion saying, among other things, Bill Barr lacks candor. Bill Barr misrepresented the conclusions of the Mueller report, and Bill Barr um, cannot be credited. Right. He he used the word spin. He spun the Mueller report. Therefore, I don't believe you, Bill Barr. Give me the unredacted report. And as we speak, Judge Walton is going through it. And probably in the next week or so, we are about to hear a whole lot more about what's in those redactions.
0: Wow. Isn't it, it every story comes together at some point that, you know, Democratic com- governors can't get him on the phone. But he's been on the phone with Putin every fucking day. <laughs> Since, <laughs> pardon me, we're on the happy hour now, so I'm just going to yeah, swear like a sailor. What's going on? The regular people who are swearing on the regular show more than the happy hour this yeah. week. We had a congressman say that Trump's dicking around. I was like, what? You can't say dick. <laughs> But he is. He's dicking around while people are dying. Yeah. And it's every story. It's, you know, the Ukraine story. It's it, this is quid pro quos he's doing with governors here. Right. You know, yeah. do me a favor, and if though. You, you know, if you saw
1: the Daily Beast reporting. They just reported out, I think, yesterday that they uncovered that when Bill Barr was on this little globe trotting mission, trying to undo the results of the Russia investigation, he was meeting with um, Australian government officials And he was apparently negotiating hostage swaps, if you read this article, between Australia and Iran. And he was negotiating those hostage swaps that didn't involve American citizens and saying at the same time, but I need a favor, though, Australia. I need you to help me get at information that will undo the Russia investigation. I mean, he is still quid pro quoing around the world to Donald Trump's political benefit.
0: Yeah, this is going to be astounding, isn't it, Glenn? Even for people like you and I that marinate in it, it the, the depth and breadth of his crimes that are going yeah. to that are going. Because you're right. I, I always, you know, this is why you give people such hope. The whole hashtag justice is coming, and I, maybe it's my, you know, dad's Nazi prosecutor blood in me. But I believe that I have to believe that. I have and to believe, to and, this, and he, he can't outrun these. Look at all the stories that already come out on this. There are too many emails and people and mm-hmm. people with reputations like Dr. Fauci. I mean, this is, and this is his whole health and human services, NSC, intelligence. There are too many people that know all of the facts and all of the warnings and how many people are dead unnecessarily. And we're going
1: to see it all come January, Steph, because you know what? They may be hiding the president's tax returns. Come January, we're gonna see them. There's gonna be no more Mnuchin. There's gonna be no more Wilbur Ross. There are gonna be no more of these characters who are doing Trump's bidding. We're gonna see emails. We're gonna see communications from within the State Department. It's all gonna break wide open as long as the blue wave continues to build. And I'll tell you, the results in the Wisconsin election tell me that the blue wave is even stronger than it was in the midterms 2018.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, by the way, I just his whole thing, the president has absolute authority. Um, no. You actually called that, it's a legal term, nutso. That claim is ah. nutso. <laughs> but uh, you said a president's rights are neither total, as Trump claimed, nor plenary, as Pence claimed. And Pence actually knows better, which makes his lie so much more calculated, nefarious, dangerous. These men must be held accountable for the damage they're doing to the people and the country. Um, I mean... And he just looks like he's such a fake tough guy, right? I'm going to order the governors. (laughs) And then the governors are like, fuck off. And then the next day he's like, I'm going to order them to open when they want to. But I'm going to authorize that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he backed down pretty quick. And you know what? I know you're you're being facetious when you say he's a tough guy. How many times, Steph, has he complained about how painful the swab in his nose was? That was... That was not an easy test. That was he would have made one hell of a soldier. Right? You have, you have a swab five kids in his nose is too much for him to take. But here's the thing, when you talk about how he first, you know, tried to puff his chest up and make the governors do everything, only to back down the next day, I can only envision that, you know, some people piled into the oval office and did a little schoolhouse rock cartoon 10th amendment I- presentation <laughs> saying, "Mr. President, you can't order the governors and the states to open or close their economies because the Tenth Amendment, which I have in front of me, of course, mm-hmm. says that the powers not delegated to the U.S. by the Constitution are reserved for the states and the people. You The president has very limited powers. Let me, let me go a little egghead here. James Madison, the father of the Constitution, the fourth president, said, and I quote, The powers of the federal government are few and defined, but the powers of the states are unlimited and indefinite. Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. And let me finish with this part. Probably the worst part of that whole pep rally that he had that masquerades as a press briefing is when Vice President Pence, I have a hard time saying that without spitting, stood up and co-signed, Trump's constitutional overreach when Pence said, That's right, Mr. President, you have plenary power. Absolute power. And you know what? Pence knows that's yeah, wrong. Yeah. He knows that's a lie.
0: Um Yeah. You said uh, president says he's all powerful, yet another inconvenient truth is only the federal government, hence the president, they possess only the powers enumerated in the Constitution, all remaining powers uh, reserved for the states. I don't you love when he goes, Oh, well we have a piece of paper. It's like, yeah, so sort of, we have a fucking piece of paper. It's called the Constitution. <laughs> I mean, it, it, okay, but you're right. This is all going to come uh, crashing down. I, I believe. I mean, I and again, don't get happy. But you have to say you got to look at Wisconsin Glenn and go. That's half disgraceful and half uh, inspirational. And that was yes. a giant fu to the Republican. And that Party. was an
1: incumbent Supreme Court right. Justice, Wisconsin Supreme right. Court. lost
0: Justice. by ten points. Yeah. yeah,
1: incumbent. And apparently that hasn't happened in decades. And that was with Trump's backing. Anytime Trump backs somebody, you can bet that, you know, voters will be driven to the polls in record numbers just to vote against whoever Trump has backed.
0: Yeah. And you said, by the way, you talked about a reporter. You said, I hope one reporter asked him, please explain how you have total authority, but take no responsibility. Uh, you said, That's not just oxymoronic. It's uh, just plain moronic. I mean, and he can't have it both ways, right? It's like, oh, I'm not going to order a shutdown state by state. State's rights, you know. And now, I I mean, he is just, I can't even imagine what it's like for you to be a legal expert and just go, oh, my God, no, no, no. You're a fucking and Nothing you say is true.
1: The man is the consummate whiner. He whines about everything, and he blames everybody else. I mean, he is about as weak a politician as I've ever seen.
0: Right. This portion of the show brought to you by Sean.
1: Oh unsolicited Twitter-mode yeah exactly
0: Bill says I just ordered my clean phone pro I cannot wait to use it I listen you guys are going so crazy for the clean phone they're all out they're ordering more but just in the clean phone pro which is only 10 bucks more with so many upgrades holy cow right dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber you can be sanitizing other items while wirelessly charging your phone or use it as your go-to charging station Mm -hmm. fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items still has free Two day shipping, uh, and just all you do, thecleanphone.com, type in Stephanie yep. because we're everybody's asking that. Like, I want to do not just my phone, we're doing our keys, our wallets, our credit cards, our cash, pens, Jewelry. pencils, eyeglasses, yes. Yes. sunglasses, yep. your mask. I do my mask in there every yep. day, Yep, and. Free
1: shipping, free two-day shipping if right. you type in Stephanie.
0: Right, and it cleans even faster. Yeah. Only eighty-nine You're set for every flu season going forward. That's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com. UV technology hospitals are using. Get it now, thecleanphone.com. Type in Stephanie. And by the way, this whole, you tweeted, Governor Cuomo's a statesman to Trump's showman. He dismisses Trump's mutiny on the bounty tweet, observing the president is obviously spoiling for a fight, citing the phrase, what if they gave a war and nobody came? Governor Cuomo refused to take the bait. Statesman versus showman. And again, I say to you, real tough guy, Glenn Kushner, fake tough guy, right? He's just, he's always such a fake tough guy. And let's talk about being a real tough guy. So when you were a football star. Oh, Stephanie. And super hot Army JAG, and then a murder prosecutor—murder, so hot. Um, <laughs> wait, tell us about it because people want to know a little more about. it. So, when you you have five daughters, which explains mm-hmm. why you're such an awesome, real tough guy and feminist. You, you, so you've been married how long? And tell us how old your daughters are.
1: So my daughters are, I, uh, so they're twenty three, twenty five, twenty seven, twenty nine, and thirty one. Um, and I'm I'm remarried. Been been with my wife for seven years now, and I have a stepson, sixteen year old. So, the poor kid, who's the best kid in the world, he is now left to change flat tires, re-caulk tubs, you know, <laughs> swap out light fixtures, and all the things that my daughters were not that interested in doing. But you know, all five of them are either through college or finishing up college, and you know, they are sheltered in place right now, kind of around the world, including San Francisco, Boston, and elsewhere and um and are in great relationships, some are married, so it's um you know that that was the best part of of life raising the kids. That was so much fun and so rewarding and although I will say it was a challenge, I used to say that going to work every day and dealing with murderers was a heck of a lot easier than raising five daughters <laughs> because the murderers were more predictable and often better be- and often better behaved than the five girls. <laughs>
0: But you know, it's it's it really comes through. I think you're you're. That's the other thing that I think you miss in all the other horrible qualities of Donald Trump that you see in these press conferences. Just what a horrible misogynist he is. Yeah. I mean, it's just not like like it's you know not so noticeable how horrible he is to particularly female reporters. I mean, he's horrible to everybody. But
1: just yeah, what, his a, what a prejudice, his a mis- misogyny, his, I mean, his xenophobia. It all comes just it it oozes out of every pore. And I don't understand why. I mean, I hate to say I don't understand why any woman would vote for him or support him. I don't understand why any thinking person or feeling person would support the man.
0: Yeah. Did you see the the Asian American reporter? He's, she, he's like, what do you work for, China? You work for China? Oh, God. I just, like, we're so, like, become numb to his racism, sexism, cruelty that, you know, when we were listening to Barack Obama, I mean, didn't you think it feels like a thousand years ago? You're like, oh, God, like a decent yeah. You just human. That, yeah, a that decent human.
1: Decency and compassion and, our, hmm. and ability to speak the English language just wash over you. Um, And I've watched his little 12-minute clip a couple of times now. And, yeah, it's so refreshing. But think about this. Really, maybe worse than anything else, Donald Trump mocks folks who have disabilities. He mocks people with disabilities, as he famously did to that disabled reporter. Who does that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's it like to talk to your daughters about? about, Because you're right. I I was the same thing. I was like, how can any woman vote for him? And that's like a thousand stories ago, right? But this just this ongoing. uh, I
1: I just tell my daughters, make sure you get out and vote. Get all your friends out to vote because it's too important to sit on the sidelines at this point. I, I, you know, in another time, this would sound hyperbolic. I do not believe our republic survives another four years of the corrupt tandem of Trump and Barr. They might be able, we might be able to survive four more years of Trump if there was a law abiding attorney general who didn't let him get away with crime, but the corrupt tandem of Trump and Barr together, the republic doesn't survive four more years of that.
0: No. Do you put your glasses on and read legal documents because you know it makes you hotter or does is it Stephanie, is it hot because it. you don't know because you're so awkward. I feel like when he was a football uh, star and a jag and a, just a murder. Uh, prize, he doesn't. Re- that's why he's such a chick magnet because he doesn't realize he's a chick magnet. And he just, you know, I'm just saying. Ladies, uh, if, the, if sexy liberal DC happens, I'm telling you, wear a cup, man. Wear a. Just, I'm just saying, Glenn. There's, it's uh, wear, justice wear is a sexy. Cup. That
1: line has gotten a lot of traction because that has cracked me up. Get ready, wear a cup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't call the meat and cook for nothing. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. I really do, and I cannot wait for this next, uh, for our our America to return. Right? You just, we're watching TV, going mass graves. Food lines, yeah. people lined up in cars for food banks like to feel? he has brought this fucking country to its knees, Glenn.
1: And how good is it going to feel, though, when VP Biden appoints people kind of throughout the executive branch yeah. that are actually motivated by decency and compassion and empathy and concern for the working class and concern for the people who are struggling, because that's who he's going to appoint. That will be his team. That will be our government and our leadership. How good is that going to feel?
0: Yeah, yeah. I This does feel like sort of a bad dream. Oh, I got duped. I guess dolphins are not swimming in the Venice canals. No, they're not. <laughs> but however, there are kayak-eating bears roaming along Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I'm just... But isn't it... We were saying the air is clear here in L.A., and I swear, Gwen, it's like you and I, I think, are basically happy-clappy, optimistic people. But I do yeah. really dream of... I think that's what keeps us going during this particular nightmare, is a better... World that we all yeah. hopefully can create, you know, ju- it's go, it's actual be, justice, be, cleaner air. You know?
1: Yeah, but. it's going to be the brightest imaginable sunrise the day Donald Trump is hauled out of the Oval Office. And I actually think the environment has a chance again yeah. once we get uh, a Joe Biden and company back in power. I mean, I think we have now seen that you know government is important. Government matters because. When you have an incompetent government, you got nothing but a parade of horribles. And I hope that that now frames how we look at government and the importance of competent and ethical and compassionate leadership beginning in January. I'm optimistic. I really am. This is
0: where not believing in science and facts and government has gotten us. So here we are. And and I think you're right. It's going to be a whole new day in your mind. night and shining on my Lancaster. <laughs> i don't do my Catherine heppern for everybody well, oh no. me you're my knight in shining armor oh, a brand new day all right we're holding out for i'm gonna qu- quote every song we're holding out for a hero and we, here you are so thank you <laughs> for fighting the and, good and fight are we
1: going to be able to make july happen what do you think
0: i don't know well you know we're gonna like we do follow the facts and the science and we'll yep. see but yeah <sighs> dc sexy liberal is a uh, uh, reschedule for july what you know we're gonna have to go with uh you know when it's safe when it's safe i will yeah. I will koala on you and yes. your and your wife will understand. Because your wife and I, who also is super hot, will um just saying I've seen pictures. Yeah, so, are I mean, yes. so are his daughters. So are his daughters. All and, hot. But super we will, hot.
1: We will keep you and um everybody who has tickets and all of our listeners updated on yes. on on my point is I'm going to koala, koala
0: on him and we're going to need the jaws of life to get me off of him. And his wife will understand. It's
1: all a, good, it's, Steph.
0: It's a pandemic. All good. I love you Glenn Kirshner. Thank, Thank you. Glenn. you. you Glenn. It's love the you. happiest Thanks to the whole
1: crew, Travis and everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. It's the happiest
0: happy hour ever. Yeah. Hi <laughs> <laughs> Glenn.